Hello, anybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, episode number 27. I'm your host, Dieter. With me, as always, is... Mike. Mike. And it's the new year, Mike. Oh, my God. 2020. Episode 27. We did a whole half a year. And now we're back. And usually we were, uh, you know, we're a podcast. We talk about comics, uh, discuss those comics that we read. But the holidays brought us a lot of comics about three weeks ago. We figured <laughs> the four people listening did not want to hear about three week old comics that we barely remember what happened in ourselves so uh mike once said somebody out there i think wallet ass mitch loves lists so we're like fuck it <laughs> we're making an all list episode i'm sure it was wallet as mitch because i haven't heard from anybody else in quite some time oh yeah you know like that's the other thing is like there's 26 episodes of like saying hey somebody Ask a question. Uh, we're, we're talking about these books. How about you write in and say, like, what's your opinion? Or like, hey, you guys are wrong about this. Nobody ever did that. So who gives a fuck what we do for episode 27? <laughs> exactly. Or, Every year of the shit. Or going forward, nobody's ever going to be like, hey, well, you guys are pretty pretty smart there with that opinion. Why don't you talk more about this? So and then I was know, spending that. every day almost losing my job, doing nothing but trying to come up with a game for you, which you started kicking my ass. <laughs> and nobody seems to care anyway. Yeah. So why am I doing it? Wallet ass Mitch and like some other people that we might already know prior to doing this. (laughs) It's like we met anybody through this. It's like we could have not even. Yeah, we did. Well, that guy, but where'd he go? I don't know. Into another podcast. Exactly. I was just about to invite him on to. No. He wanted to be like part host. He didn't want to be a fan. (laughs) He wanted to be involved all the way, not just halfway. We're looking for fans to worship us. We're not looking for friends. Yeah, I don't want friends. I want fans. Uh, people we can throw under the bus later in our career to be like, uh, yeah, they never did nothing for nobody. So, we're already getting too too personal. That's something we usually don't do on this podcast as well. So, getting right into it. Some li- I see. I don't even have anything to segue into. Like I don't have right away. So who do you want? To- we no. I got two lists. You got two lists, and I have a question to ponder. So it's still going to be comic books mm-hmm. discussions, just not about the lack of books that haven't come out in the last couple of weeks. Should we I remind suppose- everybody what they're not responding to, and yeah, how to not it. respond to us? Yeah, just throw it out there. <laughs> All right. Well, don't complain to me at at four color us with number four for Twitter. You know, on Instagram, it's fourcolorultrasound.com with the number four written out as a word. So that's F-O-U-R, colorultrasound.com. Or on Gmail, it's fourcolorultrasound at gmail.com with the number four. So tell us how much this episode sucks or whatever, or not. God forbid anybody does write it and then ruins our bit. I mean, we got a pretty good thing going here where it's like all pretty self-deprecating. I'm like, oh, nobody listens. Don't nobody listen says shit. shit. Then people do start writing it. We have to like think of something else to complain about. Oh, we'll find something. Oh, for How sure. How about these lists and these articles that are kind of pointless? Yeah, who wants to go first? You can go first. Oh, okay. Can I argue know. with them? What's your idea? Okay. Ooh. So now, now when it goes wrong, you'll be like, well, <laughs> it's on... T- it's on well, I don't know, digital recording that you said that it's your idea. So, all right. Well, my first <clears throat> list is uh, the most shockingly violent things Batman villains have ever shockingly done. Shockingly violent? Shockingly violent. Not just violent. Not just shocking. 
shockingly violent. So uh, this isn't this. I got this on. Uh, I had to stray away from my favorite Quora because they just weren't giving me those. Quora's not great for lists. They're good for questions, like just one or two questions, and then like people like it's. But it's not list driven. So I don't know. Lists seem more fun. But I went to Ranker.com. I don't know if you've ever been on Ranker, Mike. No, I have not. Neither did I until I found this list. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess with this, people put stuff up. Somebody makes it. Uh, this case, it was Jacob Bancroft. And uh, people then vote on the you know, the list that he puts up. And that's what ends up ranking everything is like the votes from people. So I don't know how many people have voted on this list, but the number one most shocking moment has 1,439 votes and uh, 1,258 being yes and 181 being no. Could you guess? And of all the things you've ever read in Batman... What do you, I couldn't. I wouldn't have thought of this one, but the most shockingly violent things ever done. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, no, I think you could come up with a few things that would be on the list. <clears throat> could I? I don't even know. Are you talking about all comics or these movies too? Uh, all comics, like so, things that villains have done in Batman comics that are like crazy violent. I mean, I'm I'm sure you can think of at least one. Uh, I'm terrible at this. Something with uh, Frank Miller, Dark Knight Returns. No, I don't no? think there's anything from Dark Knight Returns on this list. What has Batman done? No, not Batman. The, villain, the villains. Oh, well, Batman. of course. Joker, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Batman. I'm not. What's wrong with me here? Talking about a killing joke? Joker shoots Barbara? Yeah, that's on there. That's on the list. That has made the list. Nice. Not number one. Oh, come on, no? Was it him yeah. raping her before that? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or am I reading too much into that story? That wasn't very shocking. No, that wasn't shocking. Of course he was going to do that. It was just violent. (laughs) It was shockingly violent, Mike. You got to (laughs) think. Sorry, shockingly violent. Uh, What else? What would be number one? I don't know. Well, you did get a few things. You got two of them on. Well, you got one. But uh, Hush cutting out Catwoman's heart. Oh, yeah. But you did that in the Hush... See, that was like another thing I read. It was like uh, somebody was like, "Hush doesn't get." Uh, uh, is it? On, I think it's on here actually, where he's like, "Hush feels like a villain on the verge of greatness. He's one of Batman's deadliest foes on both a physical and personal level." I don't know what that means. Physical and personal. <laughs> okay, but anyway, yet he's not famous enough to stand among the Joker, Two Face, Penguin. Or any other heavy-hitting Batman villain. I don't think it's because he's not as famous. I think it's just he doesn't have as many stories. It's just like basically the one Hush story, right? Yeah, he showed up since then, but it's basically that one story everybody knows him from. But they say he's not famous because people love him. Yeah, I know. So, but that's what he said. I don't know. But uh, and then right. it just basically, you know, in early childhood, Hush was named Tommy Elliot, blah, 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 blah. And... Uh, you know, he'd been part of a few of Batman's most devastating storylines, including Heart of Hush, which saw Hush come back to exact his revenge on Batman after he learned the true identity to really hurt Batman on an emotional level. Hush hunted down Catwoman and proceeded to cut out her heart. 
he left her clinging to life and Batman fell into deep despair oh. as a result. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm in deep despair. <laughs> deep despair. So, uh, number two on this list. See, this list goes backwards as well. We start with the most shocking and then things get less as you go along. They don't have as many votes. But, uh, or no, wait. This one's all fucked up. <laughs> this list makes no sense to me, Mike, because this one <laughs> does have more votes. Because what? It has more votes. But it's number two for some reason. That's weird. But anyway, this one was uh, the Joker skinned someone alive for disrespecting Harley Quinn. Really? Yeah, that was in uh, Azarello's Joker. Um, no, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember that one very well. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, somebody like, uh, was that like a strip club or something? He tried to, it was like some new person in the gang some shit but then like he did something he's disrespected harley quinn and so he ended up skinning him alive or whatever so all right yeah, then. buddy number three which i thought was kind of fitting this fell into if you listen to our last episode did we do the uh villain of the year book in the last episode yep. okay so this one ties into that because it has flamingo which we never read any Flamingo stuff before. But this says, Flamingo killed his whole family and later eats faces. What? Yeah. So uh says, while he may be flamboyantly dressed, Flamingo <laughs> is easily one of the most cold-hearted, unfeeling members of Batman's rogues gallery. After he was brainwashed by the mob into being the perfect hitman, he murdered his whole family to eliminate his connections to the world. As if that wasn't enough, Flamingo, real name Eduardo Flamingo, which is insane. I don't know why that's insane. Regularly eats the faces of his victims. Not like for any particular reason. He doesn't think it'll make him stronger or give him the ability <laughs> to take on their appearance or whatever. But in Batman number 666, it's made apparent that he just really, really likes to eat people's faces. Wow. So, yeah. And then number four... Which I thought you would have got right off the bat. I thought you would have thought this was number one, but it's when he kills Jason Todd with the crowbar. Oh, the of course. But yeah, so. that's not. But that was shockingly brutal. Jason Todd was a little <clears throat> shit. It wasn't no. It was shockingly violent though. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Not shockingly brutal. He just that's beat him. That's a different list. Read the comic. He's got like a little bit of blood on his face. <clears throat> it, was a, it was a brain hemorrhage. It wasn't really brutal. It's like seven panels of him, like, beating him <laughs> with a crowbar. <laughs> what are you talking about? <clears throat> oh, boy. But number five is the one you guessed. The Joker crippling Barbara. I don't think it mentions her raping her, though. No, that was always a, uh, I don't know if you remember the book. Like, you're, it's, you know, more left up to your, up to your imagination, so. Isn't that kind of like the end of the book as well, is left up to your imagination? If, whether yeah. Batman kills him or not. Whether Batman kills him, yeah, because he's just holding him and then his feet stop moving, but that was it. <clears throat> I, I take it that he was he, he did rape him and he, Batman killed him because it was not it was originally meant to be just a one off. And it booked it so well that DC's like, eh, hey, people like this book. Let's make this part of canon. And let's get rid of Barbara. And not because we like money or anything, <laughs> just because we care about peop our fans. It was a good story, exactly. 
Yeah. Hey, you're right. So yeah, you know what? Let's. He did rape her, and Batman does murder. <laughs> Good times. All right. Uh, number six, Professor Pig turned human beings into a horrifying doll slaves. So that was also in Batman six six six. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Professor Pig is pretty uh, brutal as it is. Isn't every time he shows up, he's covered in blood and he's just brutally murdering murdering someone? Yeah. Like, all the time. (laughs) That's true. There's got to be a great horror movie with, uh, a great Batman horror movie with President Pig as the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, they should put that guy in. Jeez. I want a R-rated Batman horror movie. If this uh, sparkly Batman does good. (laughs) Sparkly Batman. They could put him in the next one. The vampire Batman? Yeah, I think they should, because like the whole va- they should just continue it like vampires, Batman. It's all the same shit. Just like they should make Batman sparkly. <laughs> just make him sparkly. No vampires. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, he's almost a vampire. It's like that's no, true. He's a vampire. Vampire bat, right? Nobody never explained what kind of bat he's modeled himself after. So the rest of the, I mean, it drags on. There's still like ten more of these. <laughs> and like, but the votes go down further and further to where people are like, "Well, it wasn't that insane." So you like just did the, the Pareto chart, one, like the last one being Hugo Strange created the Monster Men. Damn, that cat tell loud. <laughs> yeah, I heard but of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> when you say the cat, so I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's a little pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, get off the get off the phone. Come there's feed a me. Lot of, there's a lot of first going on with this uh, episode. Like I usually don't record with both cats in the room, and they are. Uh, Do you like my assumption that your cat calls you Dieter? Yeah, it probably does. Not like, dad. Not hey, you. <laughs> Not you. And they're like, I didn't use the mouse that doesn't click because I wasn't going to be clicking that much stuff in this one. Uh-huh. So I don't want another other kind of first are we pulling out in this 27 episodes in and we're like hey let's do it like it's amateur night let's do it whatever let's fucking do we, it like it's amateur night Mike we start drinking <laughs> we disappear for a couple of weeks anybody that was listening we lost because <laughs> we just, there there's like, just no episodes like ah screw it <laughs> yeah we didn't say there wasn't going to be any episodes and we come back three weeks later and we're just rambling on about fucking what's the craziest thing you ever saw in a Batman comic oh, that's about it I didn't have anything else shocking in there that was, that was the best oh uh Bane breaking his bat made the back make it made the list number really? ten. I guess it's violent. He snaps his back, but I don't know. All the right, court so of owls <clears throat> traps him in a labyrinth. That was number thirteen. What? Yeah, fourteen. Two Face outed Renee Matoya as a lesbian and framed. Her. Well, isn't she? Oh, ousted her. Yeah, but I was like, what about Dark Side where he <clears throat> where he zaps him with his Omega beams? And Batman spends the next thirty years in the past trying to travel from pat you know, year to year, like basically tortured by himself. That's just quantum leap. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but oh, then there was the one with uh, Wonder Woman. Batman was it Batman and Wonder Woman recently, where they literally lived they lived in the the different other time frame for like thirty forty years or something. Or something ridiculous. Oh like yeah, that. that was a Tom King thing as well. Yeah. yeah Maybe that's not violent, I guess, but. That'd be kind of a shitty way to go over here. Similar to the, uh, who was it? Was it Marvel? Yeah, uh, Captain America. Right, didn't he, when he, he got old? Oh, Lost in Time. <clears throat> yeah, Lost Man in Time. In time or, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it'd be pretty, uh, <clears throat> I mean, not violent, but pretty terrible uh, villain thing to do. 
Yeah. Well, I can't segue to your <laughs> list because I don't remember what they are. That's all good. So I'll just be like, speaking of my list being over, what's <laughs> speaking yours of all that, about? <laughs> what is yours all about? <laughs> well, so comic book resources. <laughs> this with this site must have some wonderful uh, lists here. I was going to talk about um. Was it the best, cro- the top crossovers, the top best crossovers, and another article a top worst, and like three of them were on the both lists, <laughs> the Marvel DC crossovers. It was like, but they had the exact same explanation. It's freaking weird. What what a way to uh, take one article, one pseudo article, and split it into two. But what I have here is um, so Punisher, the five DC villains he would defeat, and five he would lose to. Because that's in parentheses. I so don't know they're why. villains, right? They have to be villains. Five DC villains who he would defeat, and five he would lose oh, to. Oh, he would defeat. Okay. Yes. He would gotcha. He would defeat or lose to. So I've got the ten villains here. Let's start with Lex Luthor. Do you think he would defeat him, or would he lose to him? I think he would totally lose to Lex Luthor. No, he would defeat him. You think so? I don't... I have no fucking clue. I'm just going by this wonderful <laughs> list here. <laughs> so, and I'm going to read these things out to you. So, the Punisher would definitely be able to defeat Ar- Superman's arch nemesis, Lex Luthor. <laughs> definitely. If Lex was actually dealing with an extraterrestrial, then Luthor would just slide the kryptonite ring into his finger and let the deadly effects do their thing. What? Anyway, but the Punisher isn't exactly an alien from another planet, and Lex isn't known to get his hands dirty. Using his intellect, Lex Luthor would manage to be able to outsmart, run, and hide from his opponent for some time. But Lex has never dealt with a psychotic willing to empty all his bullets at him. What? <laughs> so, so, so the reason Lex would not win is because Punisher's not an alien, and Lex would just put his kryptonite ring on his finger and kill the alien, which he's been trying to do for 80 years and has yet to do. That's the explanation. And Punisher... Oh, that's it? Yeah. It doesn't keep going. I was waiting for more. I no, was like, that's it. <laughs> oh. No. Okay. <laughs> sure. Because he hasn't dealt with the likes of him before, that's why he'll lose. Well, then nobody has. Exactly. Okay. Every single every single one of these will be, but Lex, <laughs> Lex was never, has never dealt a psychotic willing to empty all his bullets I'm, at him. That's like I'm the answer pissed. for half of these. Pissed I got that wrong. Next one. <clears throat> all right. Let's go with uh, Captain Cold. What about him? Would... Punisher defeat him, or would he lose <laughs> to him? And why? He would lose to him because Punisher doesn't know nothing about being cold all the time. <laughs> He's never dealt with being cold. He yeah. lives in the uh, he lives in Hawaii. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, why? I don't know. Maybe he does. So no, he would defeat Captain Cold, of course. Leonard Snart, aka Captain Cold, is the leader of the supervillain group known as the Rogues. Snart does not have any superhuman abilities, but he does use his cold gun as a way to harm others, including the Flash. As team leader, Leonard refuses to let any of the rogue, Rogues members, including Mirror Master and Weather Wizard, cross over to the dark side and commit murder, especially against women and children. Unfortunately for Captain Cold, the Punisher doesn't obey a no-kill policy and will gladly put a bullet through his forehead. That's why he will defeat Captain Cold. He says you know, his first reason was that he doesn't have any superpowers. He only uses a gun? I think it's just giving a description well, of Captain Punisher Cold. the Punisher doesn't have any superpowers and he only uses a gun as well. I'm so not sure if like... that portion is a reason or if it's just them describing who Captain Cold is. Oh. It must be. All right, well. I don't know. It doesn't make all right, sense. Well, fuck that. Next one. All right, next one. Let's go with uh, Sinestro. <clears throat> well, I have a better odds of saying that he won't because there's five still that <laughs> he won't. <laughs> this game is no fun. 
So I'll, I'll go with he's not going to defeat him. And that's because Sinestro has like the power of the yellow lantern ring. He would lose to him. because So Sinestro, the former Green Lantern, is quite merciless and undeniably cruel with his powerful, young, powerful yellow ring. In Injustice, year two, Sinestro has a bloody standoff with Kyle Rayner in the vastness of outer space. Before Kyle could even return to Earth and take a side in the war between Superman and Batman, Sinestro uses his yellow ring to slice off the Green Lantern's ring finger. Without his green ring, Kyle's blood loss leaves him powerless and with no oxygen to help him breathe in space. If that's Sinestro as his most vicious, the Punisher just can't win. Because he'd like slice off his trigger finger and, and then Punisher would be like, I can't shoot guns anymore. Like he's saying because he just let him suffocate in space. I mean... But he says, if that's him at his most vicious, usually when you say that, you're talking about, well, if that's the most he'll do, then uh, you can easily defeat him. But he's like, no, if that's his most vicious, then Punisher can't, I, can't win. Like The comment doesn't even make any sense. All right. Because so he's vicious. All right. This. Let's go with uh, Joker. <clears throat> I would... The Joker would destroy the Punisher, but for this list... I'm going to say that they say the Punisher will be able to kill the Joker. The Joker defeats. Sorry. Uh, oh. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Punisher. Because it says defeat here. The Joker, parentheses, defeat. The Punisher defeats the Joker. Ah, that's, yeah, but I don't think so. But well, anyway. Let's not forget that Frank Castle, Frank Castle did indeed take down the Clown Prince of Crime and Punisher and Batman, Deadly Knights. The Joker was already lying on the floor, frightened at the sight of the Punisher. The Joker realized he wasn't dealing with the Dark Knight, and Frank was crazy enough to actually kill him. Just when the Punisher pulled the trigger, the Batman arrived in the nick of time and yanked the gun away, saving the Joker's life. Batman even told Joker to run away while he dealt with an angry Punisher. Okay, well that one's like the... Because it happened in a book. So. Yeah, it happened in a book, so I'm wrong. So okay, yeah, you're right. I guess. <clears throat> uh, Catwoman. <clears throat> yes. Guess what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh, Catwoman can defeat Punisher. Okay, Catwoman, yes. Catwoman beats Punisher. Of course she does. And why is this? Because she does a bunch of flips and shit, and like, he can't <laughs> aim that well. He's like, oh, man, like, I'm usually just, you know, zigzagging, I got down, but not 3D dodging. Very close to the reason why. Let's listen to this. During the Rebirth era... In said, let's listen to let's this. Listen to this. I, I just listen to myself talk. <laughs> and you're I don't the talk. one reading it. <laughs> not reading it. I'm just listening to myself. I have it on tape, and, I record, and I'm playing the recording. During the Rebirth era, in Batman number 49, the Joker has an intense brawl against Catwoman in a church. Because she is destined to become the Dark Knight's wife, the Clown Prince of Crime points his gun at Selina Kyle and fires a shot. Catwoman takes the chance to claw at the Joker's throat and lets his neck bleed out. Catwoman lies next to the Joker as they are both bleeding profusely from their wounds. Batman may have a no-killing policy, but that doesn't mean the love of his life should follow his rule. The Punisher should definitely be worried. What? Uh, what? <laughs> Mine was a little bit better. What? I think my explanation was a little bit better. Like, she's going to do all these kind of crazy yeah. flips towards them all Matrix style. He'll exactly. Like, I think they're saying because he was, she was shot at, she swung at Joker and tried to kill him, so she would definitely beat the Punisher. Holy wow. shit. Let's see. So, Dark Side. Oh, uh, that's... Uh, 
No, like yeah, yep. no. Yeah, I think Darkseid beats the Punisher. Well, of course. If the Punisher somehow magically had... Oh, yeah, you tell me why. Because it's Darkseid, I mean... Well, I mean, that's basically all you need, right? It's like the, like, uh, the thing I complain about on a list where they're like, Darkseid, no, enough said. There, that's <laughs> what my answer's going to be. It's Darkseid, enough said. Basically, right? That's really all you need for Darkseid? Uh-huh. Against the Punisher, like what the fuck's Punisher gonna do? Shoot at him? And Darkseid just shooting with it, like it means he's dead, right? I mean, they're built to balance of Darkseid, right? Yeah. <clears throat> if the Punisher somehow magically had cosmic powers, then he would probably last longer in an extended battle against Darkseid. So, what's your point? The tyrannical ruler of the planet Apocalypse. No matter what kind of clever military strategy Frank Castle could come up with, Darkseid would always have the upper hand. Darkseid's real main power comes Why? from the Omega Beams he unleashes. The Omega Beams are fired from his two eyes at once he has his target on sight. Because he can't dodge them forever, the Punisher will instantly disintegrate when the beams touch him. Basically because he's dark side. Yeah, but why? I want to know why <laughs> no military, like nothing he can come... But I'm sure you can... There has to be some kind of military option that would come up that he could possibly use that could actually work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but... Yeah, that's... Still, he wouldn't be able to beat him. He ain't out running no old Mega Beams. He ain't no Batman, that's for sure. All right. I hope Batman's not on this list. No. Because Batman's not a villain. All right, so we're two and two here. (laughs) So between the Penguin and uh, Poison Ivy, which one is he defeating? The Penguin. That is correct. Yeah. Duh. Of course. That guy's just going to go like, So here, just like Wilson Fisk is feared as a kingpin in New York, Gotham City has its own fiendish crime lord with Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin. Really? I don't think the Penguin's anywhere near as uh, powerful as uh, the kingpin, but anyway. Calling himself... He's got his own casino. I'm sorry, he has a a casino, exactly. He just runs a freaking casino. Hey, he had one of his underlings become the uh, Emperor Penguin and, and... take over pretty quickly so I don't think uh, uh, Wilson Fisk would ever have that problem but uh, so calling himself the gentleman of crime which I don't we've been reading for how long now uh, consistently for how long now I never once heard of even hinted at that but anyway it's got to be like a silver age thing calling himself the gentleman yeah probably calling himself the gentleman of crime Penguin wears a fancy tuxedo to illustrate his wealth and carries around high tech umbrellas to demonstrate his wrath where are they going with this Oswald makes his own money through his through his exclusive nightclub, the Iceberg Lounge. Unfortunately, the criminal underworld is actually willing to use low-level snitches and greedy crime informants to hire the Punisher to take out Penguin in order to make room for competition. So, so the Penguin's going to lose because he has a lot of money, but he has other people with some money they're going to hire the Punisher to shoot him. That's why. So the only reason why the Punisher defeats him is because he's hired to do so? Basically, yes. <laughs> Um, but I, I wish I knew who wrote this article. Because <laughs> yeah, I have so many other, like, was he not hired to do the other villains in? Like, they're just like, why is this one the only one where they're like, okay, so this one he's hired to kill him. So that's that's he, you know, he always he always gets the job done. Yep. <laughs> so poison ivy. So he loses to poison ivy. The Punisher is really known for his tactical advantages with weaponry like and a... hand-to-head combat. If you need someone to torture a suspect, then Frank Castle is the right person to call. But Frank doesn't know anything about plant life, botany, and biochemistry. 
Okay. Pamela Isley, a.k.a. Poison Ivy, would use her twisted knowledge of science to easily take down her opponent. In order to seduce the Punisher and hypnotize him into doing her bidding, Poison Ivy would also use some floral toxins and whip out her mind-controlling pheromones to turn him into her puppet. So basically, she's um, supernatural and he isn't. Well, I first know it's because she's smart. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, military training versus a botanist. (laughs) Yeah. One of them's going to win out with their smarts. (laughs) I thought she would just, like, make a bamboo shoot shoot up his pee hole or something. (laughs) Wow, okay. That that, that would have to be in the uh, other list that you came up with. That's pretty (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Speaking of fucked up things that happen in lists, how about... The 13 most villainous things Spider-Man villains have ever done. Oh, we had two more. Oh, I thought you, you said That's I had only those well, two. Well, those two, because then they, now the next group, Deathshot or Deathstroke. Oh, see, I was trying to do a good segue. I know, oh, I'm sorry. Fuck it, Mike. God damn you, Mike. All right, so who are the other two? Deadshot and Deathstroke. He loses to one, but... He loses to one, yeah, not the other. That's a tough one. I think they... I'd say dead shot. Loses and death stroke. Kills Punisher. There you go. You absolutely got that right. I would say death stroke is more popular, so that's why he said they, they've chose a death stroke. Well, I was just thinking death stroke. Like, dead shot only has, like, the <clears throat> ability to shoot, like, Never misses target, mm-hmm. but oh. then Deathstroke has like all cut like he's superhuman strength, like reheat, regen, like with that suit and everything, regenerative healing. Like there's all kinds of shit. Yep, but so. okay, so, you're you're looking way too into this. You're, you got to listen to these reasons though. So Deathstroke, <laughs> the Punisher wouldn't be able, the Punisher would not be able to tackle and defeat Slade Wilson, also known as Deathstroke the Terminator. I have no clue why. I don't know why he's tackling him either. Though he may be a killer for hire, Slade is a loyal soldier at heart. Slade has been wanting to serve in the army since he was 16 years old and even lied about his age to enlist. Selected for a highly classified experiment, Slade was experimented on and gained enhanced powers because the military wanted to create metahuman soldiers. Because they have served their nation, Frank Castle would have extreme difficulty fighting back against a dedicated soldier. But he like, wouldn't he be able to like think like him and shit? What? Wouldn't he just be able to like think like a soldier to like? But he's better? another soldier. He would never kill another soldier, right? I guess. I, no. Well, no. Come on, that's terrible. Well, I think it's even worse than why Deadshot would win, would lose. Though he doesn't have superhuman capabilities, Floyd Lawton, a.k.a. Deadshot, has uncanny accuracy when it comes to hitting his target. Deadshot has become known as a deadly marksman because he loves to boast about never missing. The Punisher may have immense knowledge about fire, about different firearms, but he doesn't have an enduring affection for them. Though he is a killer for hire, Deadshot is still a father at heart and would do anything to protect his daughter Zoe. <laughs> Deadshot would rather run than fight the Punisher if it meant leaving Zoe an orphan. So he's going to run, and Punisher like, well, oh, I, I, he ran away. I guess we're not going to fight now. And that means Punisher wins? I, I'm so confused. What if he has a suicide squad bomb in his head, though? <clears throat> there you then go. he's not allowed to run away. <gasps> now what, Mr. Article Man? <laughs> it makes, none of this makes any sense. Yeah, so Deadshot's not going to stay and fight and make sure he wins because of his daughter. He's going to run away and not fight. That, makes he, that means he loses, or and Punisher wins. 
Like, were we playing a board game? I'm so confused. <laughs> you quit! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, anyway. Those are pretty terrible. Those are the reasons, anyway. So, yeah. Yep. It's, the th- it's pretty terrible, just like our podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, the 13 most villainous things Spider-Man villains have ever done. See, my list kind of went together. Where you uh, there? Uh, I told you before we started this, but I was trying to look for uh, just like the most fucked up things that like villains have ever done in comic books. I guess, mm-hmm. and I, but I couldn't find like overall. It ended up just being these uh, uh, individual like character centric. Batman, Spider-Man ones, but this one's kind of just like the Batman list, although these ones weren't voted on, and it is just a list of stuff that happened. Okay. And I think it goes in, I don't know if it's any particular order, but if it is, I think it starts with number one being like the worst one, so any clues, any guesses as to like... And what's the title again? The 13 most villainous things Spider-Man villains have ever done. All right. So one of them's got to be shooting or killing Aunt May. Because I think she's died like five times in the comics. <laughs> oh, that Aunt May. <laughs> she's constantly like almost dying. <laughs> there is one on here. There you go. The... Was there the uh, taking away the, the one more day where they took away his entire past? Or was that not, was that not villainous because it was Spider-Man's choice? Was pro- oh, that's probably his choice, yeah. But no, that's not on here. What did villains do? Oh, of course, killed Gwen Stacy. Yes, but oh. even more to that. What? It's actually the number one. Yeah. And I guess what, we could just get into it. Was it also Norm- the part, because you find out later that he like impregnated her or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay, there <laughs> so, you go. <laughs> Norman Osborn seduces Spider-Man's girlfriend, gets her pregnant. <laughs> and it's like... Not only did, yeah, like not only did he kill her, but like he and like she was into it too. Like where they showed the panels. Oh yeah, like, no, she like, like dated yeah. him at some point. It wasn't like he raped her. I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't like Joker and Barbara. <laughs> exactly, it was Joker and Barbara Gordon raping a paraplegic he just shot. This was like consensual sex, which makes it even worse. So it's like Stacy willingly cheating on Parker, <laughs> uh-huh. but then like I guess she has the twins. He. Ra- they grow up super fast because comics, and uh, then he you, like he brainwashes them to thinking like Spider Man's their dad, and that uh, Parker like left them for dead, and like he trains them to fight against Spider Man as well. So I don't know, but that was a uh, Amazing Spider Man five oh nine through five fourteen. So <laughs> I can't really argue with that. Where you're like, <laughs> uh huh. I'm not only going to murder your chick, but I'm going to, like, date her, woo her, get her pregnant. That's <laughs> pretty And then pretty force the up. kid, and then not only inseminate her with, like, my seed, but then, like, get those kids to, like, hate you and think you're their dad. <laughs> and you killed their mom. Oh, it's crazy. That yeah, was a pretty messed up recon. So, everything after that kind of, like, uh... It's tame in comparison, but the next one is Sin Eater murders a priest during confession. Sin Eater? Sounds like a good guy if he's eating your sins. Is this Jesus Christ? Yeah, so NYPD... I take your sins. (laughs) I absolve you. NYPD captain and popular Spider-Man ally, Jean DeWolf. Do you know who that is? Nope. Nope. Well, he's dead. 
Oh. Shot at close range with a double-barreled shotgun in her own apartment. It's a cheery way to start a story. Anyway, Spider-Man, Daredevil, and the entirety of the NYPD go on the hunt for the killer. While they search, the Sin Eater continues his rampage across the city, eliminating, eliminating anyone he deems guilty of sin. <laughs> okay. Perhaps the most brutal of the Sin Eater's acts is the murder of Reverend Bernard Finn, a religious figure, figure known for speaking in support of prison reform. Sin Eater, enter Rev... God, I can't talk for shit tonight, Mike. <laughs> Sin Eater entered, enters Enter. Finn's confession, enters confessional <laughs> and talks to the Reverend about his self-doubt and flagging resolve. Obvious. Oh, oblivious. <laughs> You're right. God. It's been a couple of weeks. Nah, it's been a while since I've read anything. Just kidding. Uh, oblivious Reverend Finn in- encourages him to remain true to his convictions and to himself. In hindsight, this was probably a bad move. Sin Eater thanks the Reverend for telling him what he's needed to hear, then shoots him point blank with a shotgun, blasting him right out of the confessional in Spectacular Spider-Man 108. So that's like, I don't know, you go from like, oh, getting his girlfriend pregnant to like, oh, this guy killed a priest one day. (laughs) That's one of the worst things that's ever happened in his career, huh? One of the top 13. Why is it 13? I don't know. Unlucky. Number three is uh, Morlon. Do you know who Morlon is? No. Morlun. M O R L U N. Morlon. I, I know. I've definitely heard the name, but <clears throat> I haven't read enough uh, Spider-Man. Oh well. Morlun eats Spider-Man's eye in front of him. What? Yeah. So Peter Parker is dying. <laughs> A radioactively based infection is eating him from the inside, and despite thousands of times Spider-Man has risked his life. This looks like the final battle. Reed Richards, Bruce Banner, Kachala, and even Doctor Strange are all unable to save his irradiated life. When Peter Parker's at his weakest, the villain Morlon attacks Spider-Man. The web slinger's unable to mount a defense and even remotely... Oh, I'm sorry. I am having trouble today. The web slinger's unable to mount a defense that even remotely slows the vampiric opponent's onslaught. Peter puts everything he has left into a vicious fury of blows, and it appears that he's beaten Morlon into a submission. Then Morlon gouges or fuck, Mike, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Morlon, keep it going. Then Morlon keep goes it. ahead and rips out Peter's left eye, devouring it in front of him before beating Spidey close to death in Amazing Spider-Man number five twenty-six. So he actually ate his eye. Yeah, he like rips it out of his head and like how? How do you get it back? Was he of a glass eye now? I don't know. You'd have to read Spider-Man number 527, I'm sure. God damn it. I got rid of my unlimited Marvel Unlimited app. And then uh, the next one, <laughs> Green Goblin brutally breaks Spider-Man's spirit. Green Goblin breaks his spirit? Yeah, he just breaks his spirit. <laughs> go from go from rape, <laughs> well, I guess not quite rape, but uh, the adultery child then kill her to eating his eye to eh, break his spirit okay Wait, what is, okay so this one norman norman osborne aka green goblin isn't exactly what you'd call well adjusted or you know merciful so when osborne kidnaps spider-man and tortures him both psychologically and physically with the intention of making him his heir both horrifying and totally in character classic father and son stuff wait that's his dad no. 
Eventually, Peter musters the strength to fight back and reject Norman Osborn's twisted gift of darkness. Beats the crap out of the Green Goblin, but it doesn't matter. Osborn knows that even though Spider-Man is stronger and smarter than he is, the Goblin has broken him. Osborn's work is done, and spectacular Spider-Man number 25, he leaves a weeping, unmasked Spider-Man behind. For a while after that, Spider-Man is kind of a huge bummer to hang out with. Spider-Man 25, really? Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular Spider-Man, okay. So I don't understand that one at all. (laughs) No. He was going to make him his heir, which makes him his son? Like, why would he just... I don't know. He has a son, so why would he... Why would he make him his heir? I know he didn't like... uh, What's his name? Harry that much, but still. I don't know. There's a... Dr. Octopus takes over Peter's body, becoming Spider-Man. The the, uh, superior Spider-Man? Yeah. That was a good story. Yeah, it was really good. Your kingpin gets Aunt May shot. That's the one that you had on there. <laughs> <laughs> one of those had to be on there. You know, she's, she's always dying just because she's old and sickly or because a villain goes after her. Do you know who Ned Leeds is? Yes. One of his okay, uh, well. friends from... Uh, well, actually, it was what's-her-name's uh, boyfriend. His first girlfriend. What the hell's her name? And then she, she ends up dating Ned Leeds afterwards. Betty Marry Brant? Her. Uh, what's her name? Liz? Liz Allen. Oh, okay. Well, the Hobgoblin brainwashes, frames, and murders Ned Leeds. That's another one on the list. That's pretty messed up. Uh, Craven buries Spider-Man alive, steals his identity. Oh. <laughs> That's, pretty, <laughs> That's pretty fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like open telecredit cards in his name and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have like the, he doesn't have the uh, respect to kill him. He's like, no, I'm going to let you suffocate while I go take over your life. <laughs> like, Dr. just shoot him head. Be done with it. Can you imagine being buried alive in a coffin or something? Oh. Yeah, and then you get out and like find out your identity was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Think better is worse. Yeah, I got out. Oh shit, identity stolen. I now I owe. Uh, I have like five credit cards that have been um, maxed out. Two car payments. <laughs> A mortgage. Two car papers and a mortgage. Son of a bitch. Dr. Octopus tries to marry Aunt May, so it's oh, the yeah. opposite of her getting shot. It's like, I'm going to be your uncle now. Yeah, because yeah, he uh, yeah, he moved into our house. <laughs> she needed a roommate. <laughs> she lets him in, and then he ends up being, uh, he ends up again trying to marry her. And he, like, kidnaps her and, like, re- forces her to marry. Some good stuff. 60s, 70s uh, Spider-Man, or comics in general, just great. The Green Goblin damages Flash Thompson's brain. He, like, forces him to drive drunk. What? (laughs) What? The Green Goblin loves messing with Peter Parker. It's unstoppable. Like, the tides of new seasons. Wait, oh, they try to get funny. That's the other thing. When people try to write funny and I'm not expecting it, so I don't know how to take it. Okay. Green Goblin loves messing with Peter Parker. It's unstoppable. Like, the tides are new seasons of The Bachelor. As often the case, Osborn wants Parker to join... Him as heir to the Osborne Empire. So is that like this? This is like a huge storyline that Osborne wanted like Parker to join his, like just become his heir. I guess I don't, I don't, didn't know about what much does of that. that do. It's kind of like what it's like the whole Rachel Ghoul, yeah, Batman thing, I guess. So he's trying to marry him off to uh, to Harry. Is that what it was? Progressive. 
There you go. Oh. Well, to motivate the web slinger, the Green Goblin forces a full bottle of whiskey down the throat of a recovering alcoholic Flash Thompson and then puts him behind the wheel of a speeding truck. A real classy move. <laughs> real the truck classy is pointed move. directly at Peter Parker's unoccupied public school classroom. He's a teacher in this story. And the ensuing crash leaves Thompson with permanent brain damage in Peter Parker, Spider-Man, number 45. The really messed up part, this was all tangential to the Goblin's, the Goblin's main plan. He just wanted to make Spider-Man mad, and he ruined a man's life to do so. It's pretty messed up. That is pretty messed up. Well, that was all of it, though. Those are all the fucking crazy the most villainous things spider-man villains have ever done i, mean, I think like that first one was the best one though. talking about over a thousand comics and uh with between all the different titles to pick out those that are teens gotta be difficult huh yeah but all they really had to come up with was like you know that time that that dude banged banged his girlfriend <laughs> got her pregnant, that's pretty much it and then got his kids to hate him <laughs> even though they weren't <laughs> his kids they're like that's your dad and you hate him all right. So, yeah, like I said, I can't segue to your list, Mike. Speaking of, well, okay. <clears throat> I've got speaking a few of, here. What would you like to talk about? Speaking of getting things pregnant. <laughs> speaking of getting things pregnant. You want to know who the what? 10 wealthiest superheroes in DC Comics are? Or do you want to know about the Justice League Snyder Cut? Five reasons we care and five we don't. Uh, nobody cares about that first one. Everybody cares about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> All right. So here's the five reasons we care and the five reasons we don't. I'm not even sure if I can read these out. <clears throat> I know the number one reason why I don't care. Why? Because it doesn't exist. Because <laughs> it doesn't exist. Hold on, let's see. Uh, uh, does this count? Does this is this the same thing? Where is it? It's a done deal. Yeah, it's a done deal. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It's a ten. We don't. It's a done deal. That's one of the reasons why. The Snyder Cut is not like a re-release of Apocalypse Now with unseen footage. Yeah, it is. Anyway. This is to a totally different movie. Thus, whatever took place in Whedon's version of the film might not be the same. But does it matter? The movie was released in 2018. Since then, we've seen the DCEU's growth through Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, 1984. Sorry, dog is back here sneezing. Like, scared the hell out of me. Is he right? He's dying over here. It's a fucking it's a right cat and dog You right there, dog? <laughs> He's just staring at me. Anyway, since then, we've seen the DCEU's growth through Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman 1984. The continuity, what there is in the DCU, the in DCEU, <laughs> it's not like Marvel, has moved forward. There would be controversy if, after the release of Avengers Endgame, fans decided the Coen Brothers version of the film was much better. There, we've started an internet rumor. What? What? <laughs> exactly. No. And there's four more reasons? There's ten, there's, there, there's nine, yeah, exactly. Number nine, uh, we do care, because Snyder put his heart into the movie. <laughs> did he, though? Yeah, he did. Okay. I mean, yeah, he he put a shitload into those movies. He wanted those movies, but Warner Brothers didn't want him to continue, and they used his daughters as an excuse. <laughs> they murdered his <laughs> They daughter. murdered his daughter. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> a four-color ultrasound exclusive. <laughs> Uh, Warner Brothers, fact, <laughs> fact, <laughs> murdered Snyder's daughter. <laughs> just so set it up as a suicide, them. just to get him to stop making those <laughs> goddamn movies. <laughs> oh, anyway, there, that was something you might write in. Snyder, Snyder, there you go. 
Snyder wouldn't have put so much time into his Justice League just for a large payout. He's known most of these characters in one form or another for years, so he wanted to make sure they got the best treatment possible. Sure, he may have overdone it with his, with his original cut. To the point, a mandatory bathroom break was input into the middle of the film. Nevertheless, it wouldn't have been much longer than Endgame. In other words, the Snyder Cut was going to be an epic event. So here they are in the reason why they want it, complaining that it's too long, but also saying it's not as long, it's not much longer than Endgame. What's your point? Like, anyway. Yeah. Oh, they didn't want it because it was a long-ass movie, even though people seem to love those nowadays. Exactly. Okay. I do. But anyway, that's just me. As long as I can, you know, go to the bathroom, put a bathroom break in the middle. But then the next reason, we, the reason we don't is because it's too long. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of the time argument, the opposite end is the exact same thing as the time. Anyway, the Snyder Cut has been verified to be 214 minutes long. This means Justice League was going to be a three and a half hour film. Thanks for the math. That's a lot of sore butts in the seats and people's bladders bursting. If you think that's too bursting. long for a superhero film, you would be wrong. According to Snyder himself, the original cut ran nearly five hours. The revelation means one of two things. Either the movie theaters would have asked guests to bring sleeping bags or Justice League would have been two separate movies. The latter would have been a good idea to keep money flowing to the Warner Brothers coffers. Like, what does that have to do? That's why we don't want a Snyder Cut? Because you're sitting at home watching this movie? <laughs> that you could watch in any, any, any amount of time you want? I bet there's <sighs> a ton of times that like you can go four hours without going to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I go to lunch right before the movie, I'm drinking a sh- shitload of soda, and then I go to the movie and have to go to the bathroom. That's my own fault. Not that I'm speaking of experience. But I'm not going to complain that the movie's too long because of it. Well, our pat- our next patent should be like a, like a, you know, like a tube like that you can piss into <laughs> at the movie theater. Exactly. I'm not... But- I'm not gonna bitch that the movie's too long because I have to go to the bathroom. Jeez, I just won't go. To, either I just won't go to the movie, or I don't know, go to the bathroom in the middle of it, figure it out. Warner Brothers wearing my movie diaper. Like that, just like fucking exactly. mess yourself in there. Screw it. <laughs> I mean, Warner Brothers doesn't give a shit if you have to go to the bathroom. The only reason they care about the length of the movie is so they can fit one more movie into the time slots. Ugh. Anyway. And then number seven, we do. He left for family issues, where Warner Brothers <laughs> murdered his daughter. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're laughing at the pain of that family. This is awful. Oh, well. Oh, well. It was a really horrible thing that happened. But anyway, there was my, my whole point is there were rumors that they wanted him off the movie, this, the, off the movie long before, you know, they long killed his daughter. They his, <laughs> long before they murdered his fucking daughter. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, uh, Zack Snyder, I really like your movies. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm sorry. It's a shitty thing to happen. Terrible how what? Warner Brothers... It's just terrible that Warner Brothers had your daughter murdered. Exactly. And you know what sucks? He was right in the middle of sending us a, an email <laughs> until these bad comments, and now he's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I, I know that's for, for a fact. And then number two, we don't. He messed enough with the heroes. Basically, you don't like these his movies, so there you go. We do. Snyder is the face of the DCEU. So, one reason we don't is because we hate how he treated the characters. And number two, the next reason we do is because we love what he did with them. I don't get it. He's the face of... Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like They're saying, because when they did this new crop of movies, Zack Snyder was the one that was behind the scenes for everything, right? He was the one that was supposed to be the, the uh, one that uh, directed it all, right? And he basically the Kevin Feige of uh, DC is at least what people took it as. And then the movies sure. were panned, and so they didn't want to do it anymore. 
<laughs> so he killed his daughter. Anyway. So the <laughs> we don't. Egotism. Right. So this one I have to read. When it comes to the Snyder Cut, one can argue that it's all based on ego. Snyder believes his version of Justice League is far superior to the product released in theaters, no matter if it's three and a half hours and features an out-of-place song and dance number. Having his followers fan the flames further increases the size of his head to the point it doesn't fit through airport body scanners. Thus, instead of going to Warner Bros. and seeing what they want to do, Snyder feels he can go it alone with Microsoft Film Editor. So, be, suddenly we really don't want the movie dance? because... His ego says, because we t- keep telling him we want the movie, which makes him think people want the movie. <laughs> that's why we don't want the movie. Is there really a song and dance in it? No, I think that's one of their stupid comedy. I know, that was my exactly. attempt at stupid comedy. No, I'm sorry. See, there you go. It fits. It was perfect for this article. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Number three, we do. Fans demand it. So we don't because fans demanded it. Two, we do because fans demanded it. So, like, everything they did for the reason why we do want it is the reason why we also don't want it. Basically. That makes... I don't know. In today's society, something announced on the internet is incredibly accurate. And whether or not it's backed by by facts. So, if we said Seth Rogen was going to be the next Superman, it would blow up and be on CNN in five minutes. The same thing happened when news of Snyder Cut came out. But you know what? It turns out, to, to, to some extent it's true there's something that exists and it always has existed it's just not finished movie so you know all the all the uh, special effects and everything and probably all the music wasn't completely done like this is not a revelation people anyway yeah i don't know and two we don't focus should be on the next films whatever that means <laughs> stop looking to the past stop like pining for a shit movie that doesn't exist it, it, just like look towards like you know like you said, the next movie to come out? Basically, yes. Like, uh, but that's not a good reason not to want to see I want to see the movie. I know other movies are coming. I still could go see other movies. I'm very curious that's what like saying, Yeah, You don't want it because you shouldn't ever watch a movie that's already happened. <laughs> you should only care about the next movie to come. Exactly. And then, the number of reasons why we do, what harm could it do? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to make somebody some money. Where the Who hell? gives a shit? Uh, Just release the fucking thing. Honestly, why do these articles exist except for someone to put it onto a podcast and complain about them? I know. I think they were solely written for us. It seems like it. <clears throat> I'm glad somebody wrote it. <laughs> we would have had an episode 27. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, uh, those lists were fun, Mike. So much fun that we should probably never do them again. Oh, damn it. Unless we can find like a really good one. We should just go back to the old format. We, we probably really should. should. <clears throat> so you're never going to know who the top three uh, wealthiest uh, superheroes in the DC are then. Bruce Wayne. That's it. What? Okay. Bruce Wayne. Is he in the top three? Yeah. Apparently, yes. Okay. Um. Well, let's go some money over there. Is it anybody or is it just heroes? Uh, they're all heroes. Uh, Mr. Terrific? He is number 10, of course, Ooh. with a net worth over a billion dollars. And I'm not sure Ooh. how they figured that out. <clears throat> There's 10 people that I got? I thought he says top three. I, well, I was just going to give you where the top three were, but this list is full of 10. Let's just say something okay, else. Give me the, just, without explanation, just give the 10, then fuck it. <laughs> Okay, so number 10, here you go. Keep listening, guys. Ray Palmer, so 10 is Mr. Terrific, then Ray Palmer, then Jason Blood, 
and Wonder Woman. Because <laughs> everybody knows about her and her wealth. Booster Gold. Ted Cord, because in the Arrowverse, he's got a lot of money. Um, Green Arrow. Batman. Then Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. Aquaman's oh, closest estimated net worth is well over 150 trillion dollars. Okay, I fuck? I just read all the you know through the DC app. I read all the uh, Aquaman stories since uh, the birth of New 52, and never once they talk about how rich he was. That's been many years worth of comics right now. Just because he was the king of the seas and leading, uh, you know, every here and there, he's the uh, king of um, Atlantis. He must be worth over 150 trillion, right? Anyway, and then High Father. <laughs> what? <laughs> the wealthiest hero or heroic figure in DC Comics belongs to High Father, the leader and ruler of the new gods in Genesis. And then I don't know, later down in this whole thing, it says, although the exact number is impossible to find, as he is not of Earth and his funds cannot be comprehended in American dollars. <laughs> oh my god. That's fucking weird. Like, these aren't even funny lists. I don't understand. Why would you, like, write that shit? These lists aren't even made for comical purposes. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of okay, I got okay. Speaking, <laughs> of, things, speaking of things being written for comical purposes, so I don't have the uh, any more lists or anything. Don't worry, calm down. Damn. I do have a question though, or not really a question, a statement that leads to a question that I have spent the last couple days thinking about. <laughs> okay. But uh, I saw. Uh, this is another thing. That's, uh, so, like, I, I've said this before on this podcast. I, I saw a meme, right? I always say that. And I thought, uh, I saw a meme, or as I, I'd say before that, I'd say I've, something that I found on the internet. Uh, <laughs> was, the gist of it is, uh, I missed 10 seconds ago when I didn't know this thing existed. Okay. That's the meme. And the statement is, Wolverine and Deadpool cannot be circumcised as their skin would regenerate. <laughs> And I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think? Can did Wolverine's like so say Wolverine was like circumcised when he was a baby, right? <laughs> and then he got his re, he got his mutant powers later on in life like when he got the mutant powers of the regrowth and all that did like his foreskin just like grow back? <laughs> was it all like zoop? Or even to the point where it's like you could say like, well, no, it wouldn't know yet because it wasn't injured. But like, what if like those times where his whole body gets destroyed and it like grows back? Does he come back with a cir- with like a foreskin? Oh my god! So or, or is it just whatever he had at that moment when he got the powers? Yeah, but no, but I mean that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. so yeah, that's why it's like it didn't just like grow back as soon as he got the powers. But like when they have to. When it remakes his body from scratch, like he's been remade from a single cell, right? Uh huh. Yeah. So it's like when that gets, when it has to remake his body, it's like, is it going to leave out? Well, I guess it depends on what God meant the body to be. Aren't we cutting it off because he told us to and he screwed it up originally? I don't know that much about it. I don't know why. With the reason, <laughs> besides, you know, cleanliness and all that shit. Well, then this leads <laughs> down the road now to X23, right? Uh huh. What about her hymen? Is that like just in constant repair? Is she like always a virgin? <laughs> Every time it hurts. Every time you like bust through that thing, it's like <laughs> it's gonna... an hour later, it's like just a but, brand new but, badge. I don't know, dude. That's it. <laughs> bust through it and keep it going. Like it heals as you're. Yeah, like, or as it heals it. Yeah, and you need as like you're a going. dog with a knot and you can't get out. You're stuck. 
<laughs> and then the circumcision grows back at the same time. Whoa. That would be a big mess. That'd be crazy. So yeah, so like that's I think like this this conversation right here is why we have to stay on brand and not be allowed to just delve into whatever we want. <laughs> why is that? Because it's so terrible. Or because yeah. it's <laughs> because it'll just end up talking about hymens and <laughs> and foreskins Forskin. being regenerated from Oh my god. Deadpool's the same thing, right? Like, he always gets, like... Well, he doesn't fully regenerate because he's still all burned up, right? Yeah, he still has all the scars and everything. Yeah. So, I guess with him, it's whatever he had at the moment. <clears throat> so, if he, so, if, so, if he decided to get circumcised as an adult, he'd have to constantly do it. It would constantly grow back. But otherwise, it wouldn't. And then, to that extent... So, also talking about... Wolverine regenerating, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about he's regenerated from a single cell. Like, so yeah, why is it if like you cut, say you, so you, so say he does have his foreskin. <laughs> why is it that, it's, so you circumcise him again. Why is it the foreskin would grow back, but like a new Wolverine doesn't grow from the old foreskin? Oh, be multiple, <laughs> multiple Wolverines. Why doesn't multiple that keep Wolverines. happening if like, you know what I mean? What decides like, Wolverine, ar- his arm gets chopped off. Mm-hmm. Like, his arm comes back, but, like, why doesn't a new Wolverine grow on his arm? Well, yeah, now you're going on what makes Wolverine Wolverine, what makes a person a person. So you cut his toe off, the toe grows back, right? Cut the leg off, the leg grows back. But you cut the body in half, vertically. Are you getting two people? That's what I mean. Which Yeah, so, yeah, so you do that. Do you get two Wolverines, or which one? <laughs> which, one gro- which one grows? Yeah, where is the uh, true Wolverine there? And why is it when it's down to one cell? And why does the cell regrow the animanium skeleton? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Has it happened? Single cell one? Yeah, I know. I've, I actually read that story. Oh, you Somebody did? like, yeah, yeah, I forget, but like, I didn't think about it till then. But yeah, so yeah, was there I was, was there no explanation, or was it was it every other cell get annihilated and there was only one left, and that's why they. We're easily we're, we're able to avoid that question. I don't remember. I want to see a Wolverine foreskin go, my man though. <laughs> Wolverine foreskin man. Yeah, like that's like the next version of Wolverine is like he's this is the one that was made out of his foreskin. Like, well, <laughs> there was so. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, just like everything's kind of like a little bit loose around him. <laughs> everything's just a little bit loose. He's constantly like rolling his sleeves up <laughs> all the time. <laughs> it oh attempts to look normal. He's like, oh shit, it attempts to look normal. <laughs> like as a girl walks by, you see him like roll his sleeves up. And people are like, <laughs> not everybody gets it, but the people that know like that guy's made out of a foreskin, they get it. They're like, oh shit, that poor guy. And he's constantly having a shower. He's like, god damn, it takes me forever to get like, clean. <laughs> Oh, There's always like constant amounts of smegma or like <laughs> building up around his neck or something. Building around his neck. Oh, God. That's gross. Uh, that's that's gross. That's gross. Speaking of gross, I don't know <laughs> if anybody made it through this one. <laughs> Still around. And then for some reason you're like, well, I really liked it the way it was before when they talked about all those books instead. <laughs> <laughs> Come on back. Number 20, 28. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Foreskin oh Wolverine and Smegma. I can't believe this was the episode. Anyway. This is what we came up with. This is what you get. 
if you don't like it, too bad. Well, next week we'll talk about the funny books. But uh, until then, <laughs> goodbye, Mike. <laughs> goodbye, dear.